today is a big day, folks. And I'm just at a loss for words in a way, because I can't believe that after eight years of waiting, the Knicks have finally made it back to the playoffs. That's right. Your New York Knicks are in the playoffs. We knew that from the other day. But today, well, yesterday now, they played the Celtics and officially clinched the fourth seed, which is major news. Um, I mean, we're talking like the Knicks were, what, bottom six in, in the standings last year to top eight. Well, sorry, top four in the East. But as far as the records regarding people in the West, I don't really remember where they stand, but still better than where they were last year and i'm super thrilled i mean the last time the knicks were in the playoffs i was in high school i still just barely picked up basketball and understood what was going on you know i hadn't really had a team i used to follow the yankees when i was a kid but not like religiously the mets i would watch here and there i I was like i grew up in a baseball household my dad big baseball fan big new york guy he didn't really care if, if like if New York was out of the running, he would follow somebody. He's almost like me with basketball, honestly. But um, you know that came over that came with time. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was a senior in high school the last time the Knicks were in the playoffs, and then the one other time that I thought they might make it was my freshman year of college. Um, that same year, Melo had a 62-point game, and I watched it and nearly destroyed the ceiling of my dorm room by smashing a basketball into the ground, celebrating. And then that year just fell to bits and pieces. Andre Bargnani sucked, as we all know. Pretty much like every veteran that actually was good fell into shambles. Tyson Chandler sucked that year. I think he got hurt a lot, actually. I'm sorry. He got hurt pretty bad. Amari Stoudemire was a wreck. Raymond Felton had that gun case bullshit. And, you know, the Knicks lost Jason Kidd and all those other guys. So the team just fell apart. Mello was there, honestly, surprisingly. I forget if it was... Oh, no, it was after that season that he was supposed to go and check out maybe another team for free agency or whatever. Which nobody would have blamed him for. But, uh, you know, he stuck with us. And now the rest is history at this point. I just wrote a little blog post about it. How the Knicks started from the bottom all those years ago. And somehow manifested themselves into the postseason this year. And making hundreds of thousands, if not millions of fans happy. And honestly, man, like, it just feels so good. You know? I mean, eight years of not having any extra basketball, extra free basketball to see of the Knicks play. And even though this year has been up in a roller coaster, to say the least, including this last game against the Celtics, where they almost blew it in the fourth against second and third string players. I mean, you got to love this team, though. Their resilience is unmatched compared to previous seasons. I mean, the amount of times that I, the Knicks have managed to work a comeback or like, you know, they give up a little bit of a lead and then they re-keep the lead. You know, they get more points and really extend it. It's just, we haven't seen this 
last year's Knicks even would have folded in about 90% of the uh, games that they played this year. And this year was just a completely different story. I mean, to, to sound like a broken record, we all know Julius Randle just went crazy this year. And we're all grateful for it. We know this. And really, I mean, the guy's going to go down in Nick's lore and Nick's history as one of the franchise favorites. I really don't think that's crazy to say. He would have to have like an historic collapse to be hated again by Nick's fans. Because the first season he was here, he really wasn't liked. There were people that liked him and supported him. I was flip-flopping because I liked him from Kentucky and he was also just annoying to watch though so i was like come on man like pick it up and he did that for 72 games this season and became the first nick in history to average 24 points 10 rebounds and six assists and he also smashed other or tied other records and shit like that i mean the guy's just incredible and look at where the knicks are now i mean he, he he didn't single-handedly do it, but he brought the Knicks to the playoffs. He's the fr- the free agent that signed with the Knicks after all these years of people saying, nobody wants to play for the Knicks. Nobody wants to play for the Knicks. Oh, yeah, you'll never sign a good free agent. Lo and behold, Julius Randle went from a bad signing to a great signing in the course of a season. And he's probably going to get extended. He's probably going to get a Supermax deal. Maybe a max, but a super max wouldn't be out of the question in my eyes. Next year, he's on that team-friendly contract. He's His contract next year isn't even guaranteed, but I'm sure the Knicks are going to guarantee it first. They might even just extend him straight out for next season. I don't know what the... Uh, I'm not obviously not on the back end there, so I don't know what... Sorry about that, if you heard that noise. Um... Yeah, I I don't really know what discussions are going on regarding his contract negotiations and stuff like along those lines. But if he gets extended, not a single soul is going to be mad. The Knicks are going to have a good amount of cap space after this year. Um, And honestly, I think their success this season, depending on how the postseason goes, maybe. But I think even no matter what, how the postseason goes, I think... We could see some signings for the Knicks this post this offseason that could keep the franchise trending in the right direction. I mean, the Knicks won 41 games this year. Shortened season, whatever. I don't give a shit. I'm not taking excuses from anybody. But a shortened season, 41 wins. They're the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. They have one all-star. His first year being an all-star. He's going to be all-NBA, um, I'd hope. I I think he should be at least considered for second, maybe first. You know, maybe that's just a homer bias there, but uh, I'm going to stick with the fact that Julius Randle is, in fact, an All-NBA player this year. And I, like I said, I think All-NBA second would be like the absolute minimum um, consideration for him. You know, there's going to be a whole bunch of interesting choices coming out. Guys missed a lot of time this year that would typically be All-NBA. Julius Randle missed one game and had a career season, you know? So, not to mention that he's going to be, he's the surefire favorite. He's a shoo-in to win the Most Improved Player Award, which is a big deal. 
you know, I mean, that's a given. And I, I don't see why major free... I know it's crazy, and I mentioned this in a previous episode of the podcast before, and in one of the blog posts I wrote, how the Knicks are just like a few pieces away from being legitimate con- annual contenders. Perennial. Julius Randle kickstarted it. Like, if there was a Kickstarter and it was like, hey, let's get the Knicks to the playoffs and make them relevant for people to come. Like, Julius Randle did that. And I, at the risk of sounding like a loser, but I do compare this season actually frequently to the season the Nets had a few seasons ago where they, I think they were six seed and about, they either were one game above 500 or they were exactly 500, I forget. But they made the playoffs for the first time in God knows how many years, like five, six years, I think. On the back of D'Angelo Russell and all those guys. And then they get the two biggest signings of the market that year. Granted, there's only really one major signing that could happen this year. Two, technically. Um, Chris Paul and Kawhi Leonard are like the two biggest names on the market probably at the end of the season. Both with player options on their respective teams um obviously i don't have inside sources so i don't know if they're declining or if they do where what they're considering doing chances are Kawhi Leonard stays in la he seems to want to be there um i think he just wants the team to also do other things to make them better and keep them around i don't know chris paul just had a great uh, mvp caliber caliber season with the phoenix suns so he might want to stay there too. He's getting up there in age. Um, this might be his first legitimate chance at a title. Granted, he did have that Rockets run where he made the Western Conference Finals. And, you know, they were like one game shy of making the finals. But, uh, you know, any there's any number of possibilities now, I think, for the Knicks following this season. Um like I said, with the cap space and just the trajectory that the team's heading, like they can't have a bad year next year without being looked at as like then the 2021 season is going to be looked at as a sham for the rest of eternity. And David O's obviously a better coach than he was with the Timberwolves after he left the Bulls. You know, he's got his little stubborn quirks about him, but he he brought the Knicks to where they are today right now. Um Julius Randle, again, most improved, like, incredible turnaround from last season. Like, the Knicks are trending upward. R.J. Barrett had a great year this year, too. You know, all things considered. He started the season shooting, like, oh, 23 from three-pointer. Now he's a 40% three-point shooter to end the season, just about. I think he actually got above 40 or just at 40% after today. And he had an incredible comeback performance against the... Uh, Oh my god, the horn, the horns? No, I just watched. Oh, the Spurs. That's who it was. I'm sorry. I actually just wrote the thing about that the other day. You know, like RJ Barrett's in his second year and improved. He might make. He could make the leap next year. He hit a little bit of a sophomore slump, but then like shattered it. To be honest. So third year, I think that the jitters are gone, and the third year, RJ Barrett could be you know, make that climb that he needed to make, which is good because then organic growth has taken place as well on top of signing Julius Randle. Obviously, all the other vets, uh, huge parts 
in this the the Nerlin Wall. Love that nickname, by the way. Nerlin's Noel defensively has been so like he's been a godsend for the Knicks. I get nervous about him because he goes up sometimes and blocks or like tries to just alter shots and comes down weird sometimes. Today he happened too. But I mean, he's a workhorse and he's he's been a tough guy for the Knicks pretty much all season since Mitchell Robinson got really badly hurt twice within like a month span. And uh, who else? Reggie Bullock has been absolutely insane since the All-Star break. I mean, insane's an over-exaggeration, but better than he was in the beginning half of the season. Better three-point shooting, more points per game. I think defensively he's been more heads up and alert. You know, he had a little bit of a straight, uh, shaky moment in the, the during the road trip, I believe. But you know, that's just the the length of the season winding down on you. And honestly, he played a lot of minutes. Derrick Rose, obviously amazing, debatably six man of the year candidate. I don't see why he wouldn't be. Um, I, I was checking his stats recently. I think he, he was averaging. Over 40% from the field and over 40% from three in like his last 10 games at one point. Like he's just been incredible. Alec Burks was a six man of the year candidate at one point, in my opinion. Comes back from that little three game injury spurt. Gets a 30 and 10 double double and a win. He just had a nice game today. I think he hit, he hit five three pointers. Um, like I said, though, that Celtics game was oof, stressful. Nonetheless, the, I mean, the Knicks have just been they've been rejuvenated. They've been they've risen from the ashes like the Phoenix. And it's amazing to see. So come full circle, like I said, I don't see why this offseason guys wouldn't be looking at the team and being like, hey, this team's on the up and up. And obviously New York's a big market. You get paid here. I mean, I, I don't think James Dolan is cheap like that. Um, I know he didn't want to pay Kevin Durant. But that was also coming off an Achilles tear. Obviously, in hindsight, it looks a little silly that he didn't even consider it. But, uh, I mean, I I think guys might want to come play for the Knicks now, considering what's happened. You know, I, I if Julius Randle stuck around through hatred and getting mocked and all that stuff and said, yeah, hold my beer, I'm going to turn this team good again, I don't see why other guys wouldn't want to do it. And quite frankly, even if it doesn't happen and Julius Randle just becomes, if he takes his own leap, even though he's seven years into his career, and just he ascends even more and becomes a top 15 guy, top 10 guy. I mean, debatably, he was all top 15 this year to begin with. But top, yeah, top, if he becomes a top 10 guy, a number, a true number one option, and the Knicks can just get some organic growth and other guys just start picking up, you know, their portion of the contributions then all the better even you know that just saves the Knicks money and also just gives them a chance to give a slap in the face to the guys that rejected them and just like we're like uh yeah I'm not gonna come there um but yeah exciting it's been it's a good year to be a Knicks fan we'll just get that straight right but uh I just needed to record an episode because I haven't in so long. I had a little bit of a, as a matter of fact, no, I I didn't mention this because I haven't recorded since I spent a week in the hospital 
with a bad eye infection. So I missed a game. It was the blowout game against the Rockets to start the road trip. But it was lovely to see that they blew them out. I got to see the Grizzlies game was nice. I That Nuggets game was tragic. But, you know, now I can fully see from my eye. Um, and I was happy I got to see the Knicks get where they are today. You know, that's just how it goes. I got my Julius Randle jersey hanging on my chair behind me. I've been wearing it. I'm probably going to only wear that jersey throughout the playoffs, depending how far they go, obviously. Fingers crossed they get to the finals. Like, I, w- I would say the Eastern Conference Finals, but why not strive for more, you know? Just get to the finals. Fuck it. Uh, it's going to be a tough road no matter what. And I don't care. Even if the Knicks get swept in the first round, I'm not worried. I, I like that. Because getting swept in the first round is still better than not playing in the playoffs at all. Granted, they are playing the Atlanta Hawks, and they have home court advantage. And I do like the Knicks' chances at being better than the Hawks. Um, only time will tell for that. But, hey, I'm excited, everybody. And I hope you are, too. I know you are, too, to be honest. So I look forward to this uh, journey with you uh, on the Twitter feed. Because I know, I, I you know I live tweet and stuff. I might do some little live sessions at half times or something maybe pre-game re- previews or something like that on twitter just to get my my face out there and you know really like heavily interact with you guys because that's what i want from this man it, this is going to be a great may and june hopefully um but yeah i'm excited i'm excited that's all i got for today um don't forget to check out my red bubble you know, just peruse and browse. Little like and share and favorite is much appreciated. Uh, just drop. I dropped a few, you know, game recaps and other stuff uh, on the blog. If you feel like reading, checking it out. Like I said, a share is even appreciated. Uh, some other changes too. Nothing crazy. Uh, but yeah, follow me on Twitter too. Keep involved. I mean, Twitter is like pretty much my hub at this point for interaction. Um. And I, you know, I love tweeting with people on there and having discussions. Uh, you'll get to see a lot of my irrational takes and irrational thoughts regarding the team. And, you know, I just try to be funny here and there. Uh, and that's, that's all I got. Let's go. New York, we are here. We are here. And it's going to be a great playoff run. I promise you that, everybody. This is your guy, Rob. Rambles from the Garden, out.